fucking love Paul Rudd. I'm not afraid to say it. Goddamn shit, man. He makes me laugh all the time. All right. Welcome back, guys, to episode 58 of The Sweet Peaceful. Now, I just want to start off with an apology and say that I am sorry, we are sorry, me and Alex at least, for the three-week delay on this episode. I know that we are behind schedule. It's just been uh, a hiatus, been, man. Yeah, it's just been a little bit hard to get to these uh, these things together. Uh, I just know we have, I've, we've been thinking about you guys, but uh, good news. We didn't miss very much news. Uh, because when I was looking, prepping for this episode, looking back through the last uh, couple weeks, it would have already been um, a stretch for us to find some solid content. And now we get to bring you the highlights um, yep. of that whole time. Yeah, today I am joined by Alex Curtis, of course. Hello, hello, sweet peas. It's good to be back. And we have Kyle back with us. It is fantastic to be here for a second time. Oh my it- god. Kyle. Glad to have you back. So good to have you here, Kyle. I am, uh, I'm, 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 I'm hella, I'm hella glad. You're I was ori- we were originally gonna be doing, we we're gonna be doing a two man tonight, and I was like trying to think of how to handle the two man after such a long break, and I was like, well, maybe me and Alex could just talk in British accents and pretend there's four of us here. Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't think that Alex was gonna be down for that idea. Uh, you thought wrong, man. But it's a good thing Kyle <laughs> Kyle's here because it's probably a lot better than that would ever yeah, be, dude. So saves the listeners. Fucking cruising, dude. Yeah, I'm, cruising. Uh, we could all do British accents. We could get six of us in here. We get six of us in here, dude. Six I'll, of us. Just I'll bring back ego. Rusty from the season two finale, dude. No, no, we don't need We're to good. go back. Um, we don't need to think about that. Things releasing this week: we got Humankind coming out. August 17th, Tuesday, for PC only. Now, if we want to discuss this, we can, because we also all just watched a trailer for it. Looks like a, kind of like a top-down civilization-type strategy game. Yeah. Uh, not sure exactly if, if there's anything different about this game than other run-of-the-mill RTS games. It does not stand out when viewing the gameplay or any screenshots from the game. It it looks exactly like another RTS. You've got your little groups of armies that you're moving around from place to place. You've got your like groups of builders. It looks like you've got your your home base that, you know, in some of these screenshots I'm seeing is nothing more than like a fucking tiny little hut. And then some of these screenshots I'm seeing massive, massive architecture. Uh, so I assume it's just, you know, like other RTSs, you can build up your home base. You know, you can probably choose to fight against, uh, you know, AI or other people. And, uh, yeah, so if you're a fan of RTSs, you know, Civ, fucking StarCraft, Warcraft, etc., you might want to check out Humankind. That's this week, you said? Yeah, uh, August 17th. And then uh, at the nice, end of the week, nice. on the on Friday, we have Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut coming out. Uh, that's going to be adding all that additional content with, like, the island and the updates. Um, yeah. Adding in yeah. the Japanese voice dub. And, or, Yo, uh, I was going to say, I mean. Yeah. I actually told uh, Max, man, you know, 
one of our uh, one of our old coworkers, no longer a coworker, but an old coworker of ours. Yeah, Max. I was talking to him, telling yeah, him all about this. Oh, nice. Hell yeah, dude. Um, I told him about the director's cut after we originally talked about it because we have, for those sweet peas and or Kyle, you know, in a past Ooh. episode we did talk extensively about the director's cut. I don't know if you know about about it, Kyle, but yeah, there's a lot of cool shit coming for Ghost of Tsushima, um, in the director's cut. Wait, Ghost of Tsushima. Wait, is that Ghost of Tsushima? Was that the? It was. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Okay, for some reason I was like, why the fuck is there a director's cut of a video nah, game? Yeah. And I was yeah. really confused. I actually have not well, seen no. Ghost of Tsushima. No, no, no. Ghost no, of Tsushima is a video it's game. It's a game. Yeah, yeah dude. It is PlayStation, that. PlayStation, been doing this thing where. Uh, this, currently, the games that they've been re-releasing with more content for PS5 that originally came out on PS4 is getting the title Director's Cut. And that's kind of interesting that you bring that up because uh, Hideo Kojima, because they're doing a Director's Cut of Death Stranding, he came out on Twitter and was like, I don't like the title Director's Cut. It's not my preferred like title for this. So it makes that seem like it really wasn't his choice to, to dub it the Director's Cut. Mm. It just seems like, you know, they're re-releasing the game a little bit cleaned up with some additional content on there. Right, right. It's kind of yeah, weird. I mean, honestly, if they were to call it anything, I would have thought it would be like Producer's Edition or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah. one of Hideo's uh, points was, he was like, there was nothing cut from my original game. Like, everything I wanted in the game was in the game. Director's Cut implies someone else, you know, came in and was like this stuff isn't going to make the theatrical release so it's kind of misleading but ghost of tsushima i don't have that much of a problem with it because the original game feels very cinematic and is very much inspired by old japanese um cinema and samurai movies but still it's kind of i don't know kind of a cheesy label but it's hype what were you saying about max i was just i was just telling him about the director's cut after the first time we talked about it yeah, um, is he gonna get it? He was he was just saying that that sounded really cool because I think I, it was like the first time I was talking to him about podcast shit, and I just like happened to be telling him what we had discussed that day, um, and it was you know the day that we had first discussed the director's cut for Ghost of Tsushima. So I was telling him about that, and he was just like, I don't know if he, I can't remember if he had actually played the base game, but I think I was telling him about what the director's cut was bringing so i kind of like explained you know what was going on and what was important namely the the fact that they're adding in japanese uh, <laughs> i like how like they're adding in a whole new island a whole new storyline quest chains new gun or not guns new swords new armor sets new horse armor sets and like the main thing that me and you are are hyped on is that now the mouse are going to be synced to the Japanese dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited. Also, they announced that uh, the multiplayer aspect of it, the four-player co-op uh, missions, is going to be released as a standalone game, which I thought was kind of cool because uh, my friend Thomas, our mutual friend, keeps inviting me to those games, and I'm like, man, I don't want to download that whole 70 gigabyte game again just to play the multiplayer but i guess uh, i mean i might now for the director's cut but if it was a standalone on the multiplayer probably take up less space hopefully but yeah, yeah. that would seem nice yeah i love when games have the option of just downloading the multiplayer and then you know when you're done with all the other shit like on black ops or cold war or whatever you're done with the campaign you can just delete it or done with the multiplayer delete it keep the zombies um another 
thing coming out this Friday is Reminiscence. Uh, it's coming out in theaters and HBO Max. It's a that movie with Hugh Jackman where like he runs a service where you can relive your memories, and it's like in the near future and Miami's kind of flooded. Uh, it looked like it could be cool, could be gen- a more generic action movie, but you never really know with those ones until you watch them. It was kind of funny. Like, so that movie, like, Miami's Flooded, right? And we talked about that extensively in uh, the episode with Eric. And in the theater, uh, we're watching that trailer the other day. uh, And I lean over to my partner and I'm like, oh, look, this is like a depiction of flooded Miami. And in the whole trailer, she's like, this movie's about Miami flooding? (laughs) And I was like, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And she's like, wait, all of Florida's going to flood? I was like, no, it's just like literally a third of Miami. Um, <laughs> also, this Sunday, Walking Dead Season 11. Uh, I don't know who's still watching this show, but it's uh, still coming out, which, I, you know, I'm honestly impressed. Season 11, dude. Mm-hmm. Season 11. This Season 11. Sunday. <laughs> I think I've stopped watching at like five. <laughs> Maggie's still alive? Uh, no, I think, right, uh, I think one of the last, like, things I remember, there's, like, a tunnel that collapsed, and, like, a community that ate people, and then, like, there was, like, this weird church group that had cars with crosses on them that abducted fucking Chris Rock or some shit. Or, no, it wasn't Chris Rock, it was the, it was the fucking, it was the kid that played... Chris and everybody hates Chris. I can never remember the actor's name. Not Chris name. Rock. That's Chris Just Rock. Just the kid who played a younger no, version. No, of him. Chris Rock oh. is the guy who does the voiceover in the entire show. The kid that plays young Chris in okay. the show is someone else, and I can't remember his name ever. I always confuse it. I always say he's Chris Rock, but I know that's oh, not. Oh shit! Okay, I see what you're saying. What season are you on? Me? Yeah. Bro, I told you I stopped watching like five or four or five or something like carl had one eye uh um i think i stopped at season seven shit yeah maybe six i remember they met i think i i think i stopped watching right before they met uh like was it negan or reagan or negan or something like that yeah negan he comes in kills glenn that was like my last episode yeah, I, I stopped watching, like, right before they met Negan, and then I saw, like, the spoilers on Reddit that he, like, popped Glenn's eyeball out with a baseball bat. Yeah, was... now he's, like, one of the good guys, it seems. I don't know, dude. But, yeah, for people that are into that, I'm happy for you that that's still going for you, and it's coming out this Sunday. Woo-hoo. All right. So we've all been playing some games recently, you know? We all play video games uh, together sometimes. And I wanted to talk about some of them. Starting off with me and Alex's uh, experience with the Burning Crusade. Wow, Classic's first expansion. Um, It was pretty fun. It was a good time. I don't want to go too in-depth for it because, you know, talking about WoW can be kind of a rabbit hole. Um, But we both did just cancel our WoW subscriptions, so it seems as though we... We are taking a break, a little hiatus from absolutely the Burning Crusade. I think the main thing that maybe burned us out is that um, the PvP um, isn't as developed as what it seems that you're used to. And for me, it's just 
a little bit too grindy and i know the grind is part of the appeal of that game for the people who play it but like like we were we discussed this before it's like you have to grind for these pvp armor sets so that you can finally not get killed in two seconds and by the time you grind for the pvp by the time you earn them another set has already come out and then people with more time available to play the game than you who are able to play the game 12 hours a day will have those sets and then they're back to killing you in two seconds and it's just like that right there can just be kind of a dagger in your motivation and drive to grind um yeah it's a long long grind yeah outside of that whole ordeal i did still have a really good time with the burning crusade and like leveling from uh 60 to 70 and going through those dungeons and going through those zones and like experiencing flying for the first time and all that stuff that stuff was all really fun and maybe in a couple patches or a couple uh, whatever it's called um when like more stuff's available in the game i'll go back and like you know earn that next mount or something um but for now my attention has turned to other games like the eye of sauron (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah man um i also had fun it was a good time. Um, I would say that it's funny. I think, right, like there's so much push to get to the max level. There's so much push to be in WoW specifically, right, because there's so much available at the end game that is not available at the lower levels. Um, I don't know. There's so much push for end game. My, I feel like the most, like, the time where I'm having the most amount of fun is when we were leveling, like. Yeah, for sure. So. Like the random world PvP people you run into where you're, like, questing and suddenly you see two more people running up on you and you're like, all right, here we go, fucking random 2v2 unplanned out here in the middle of fucking nowhere. Exactly. And like, experiencing those different parts of the game. Whereas I feel like once you hit the end, it's like, okay, now you have a big checklist and tasks Huge. and chores tons tons of that um so yeah given it was cool because we started doing 2v2 and bgs more which like we could have been Those doing bgs great. lower levels yeah, yeah um had fun doing that but yeah most of my just like time where i was like just enjoying just enjoying playing the game was like yeah we we're like fucking staying up late just leveling watching movies chilling uh that was a lot of fun i wish there wasn't so much like push and or rush for the end game and like obviously that's based on the person and the people you know it's either your mindset or the people you're playing with's mindset and them influencing you or like whatever um like you could take it slow if you wanted to is what i'm saying but it's like the a the wow community and then also just the game itself like now because it's so old right like we were saying it's very very developed people people have it down to a t people have like their leveling routes down to a t because this is like you know a fucking nearly a 20 year old game at this point right it's like 16 17 years old something like that um so people are it's like everybody is a pro basically you know it's like everybody knows what everybody else should be doing and everybody knows what they should be doing like it's like this whole thing so it feels 
like if you're not pushing and rushing to 70 to be like getting to that checklist like you said there's a checklist once you hit the end game it's like you feel like you're behind so i don't know I, it's kind of a bummer that it feel it felt so rushed but like i said still had a lot of fun still had a lot of fun leveling um yeah that was that man good time but fuck blizzard unsubscribed fuck them <laughs> yeah for those unaware blizzard is in a lot of fucking hot water right now um yeah i, don't I guess we enough. should touch on that uh, yeah <laughs> just like briefly though i don't have enough knowledge and information readily available to where i feel like i can accurately report on that uh on that event but Same i would up. urge listeners to go like look that up of what's going on with blizzard right now because it's like really terrible um yeah. and yeah it's just another reason to cancel a subscription it's not a company that you'll really or at least i personally just don't feel like supporting in this moment um yep. Yep. funnily enough though there's another blizzard game that we've been playing uh actually only i played it today because it just came out uh recently the diablo 2 beta not much to talk about here i played the beta for like a few hours uh and i didn't really have that great of a time unfortunately um the game felt really old and i mean obviously it's a remake of an old game and it's not like it's not like they made diablo 2 and put it into diablo 3 style or like even took diablo 2 and was like okay now let's like make it feel modern like almost like diablo 4 like you know but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. but in that setting and story no it's very much diablo 2 hd and that's what it is like it still feels like a very old game um and and like maybe uh i just didn't have the right experience with it to like get it down uh it's kind of like confused by certain aspects um i'll I'll definitely give it another try over the next couple days um but yeah we don't there's not much to talk about that about that yet because we haven't really played it very much yeah um feel you Another thing that I did okay before we get into uh, Back for Blood and Apex and uh, and Splitgate, which we've all played together, I wanted to dive into two games that I know only I've been putting my time into. Um, over this hiatus that we haven't recorded, Sweet Peaceful, I got super into Hitman Three, um, and like, let me like it's it's kind of I feel like it's hard for me to explain what is so appealing a Hitman, but like how hitman works is it's all separated into these different levels uh, and the diff- different missions and how these missions work is you enter in and you can eventually through replaying the level have different ways of entering into the level like usually when you're first entering into a level you're just coming in from far away dressed as you know just a normal hitman disguise but through repeatedly beating the level in different types of ways you can start unlocking like entering in as the pizza guy entering in as the drug dealer and then one of the, like the best parts about this game that's like made it so addicting to me is once you go to a level, like you select any level, you can go to the challenges and it tells you like all these different challenges for killing someone, like kill them with a pound of cocaine or like convince them that you're the pizza guy and poison the pizza or like kill this guy with his own gun or you know this person's doing a magic trick where they're getting lowered into water fuck with the cage early on so that they can't open the cage and they drown like so many like replace a guy's golf ball with an explosive golf ball and then you have to go in a level and figure out how you're going to get this to work which is usually a very multi-step process and it becomes an extremely fun game like from the surface hitman you think okay you know you're going in it's a stealth stealth game where you're like undercover and you're trying to kill this guy and get out 
but like it's very much more wild card fucking weird ass situations like i don't know man like one like 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 that golf ball the explosive golf ball to get him to go play golf he doesn't do that naturally like the npc doesn't that's not part of his loop you have to go like annoy him by when he goes to try to take a nap turn the vacuum on outside his room when he goes to go downstairs to eat food keep turning the fucking radio on uh and like weird shit like that i ended up picking up hitman 2 when it was on sale which you can play in hitman 3 it unlocks all the levels um so i've just been like hitman has become one of my favorite games to play by myself i'll just like get off work play hitman play through a level play through it again trying to get a different way of killing the person it's a lot of fun a lot of weird ass shit goes on in that game man like you'll just like like one i went to a florida race card like it's like a florida race event and i had to fucking i go downstairs i find this guy dressed up in a mascot and he's trying to like blackmail one of the racers and so i have to like go fucking disguise myself as a flamingo mascot go find this incriminating evidence that he has and then uh, go meet with the race car driver and like all this shit where i eventually ended up pushing her down an elevator but then at the same time like as i'm walking around with her i noticed that i could have dressed up as an emt and poisoned her fucking multivitamin booster shot and it's like just weird ass shit it's really fun um but yeah that's hitman 3 Sorry for going on that fucking rant. I don't know. I don't know if it just sounds like a weird game, but it, it's it can be fun. Also, I, I found out there's a there's a mode that's snipers only, and it used to be multiplayer, but they shut that down. But you could get up to four players, and the sniper only mode, you can't move from your perch, and you just fucking snipe as many people as you can in creative ways, like sniping fucking chandeliers down and shit. Huh. No, that's uh, funny. Yeah. And then also I attended the Fortnite Ariana Grande concert, which, uh, you know, there's not much to say there. It was like a cool time. It was kind of weird when Mac Miller came on as she like ascended into what looked like heaven. But uh, I don't know, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It was uh, it was an interesting experience. Uh, you know, another big artist has a concert in Fortnite in the books. Yep. Uh, uh, how just, you guys? Uh, how you guys feeling about Apex Season Ten? You guys have both played it. I haven't played it. Kyle's played it more than me. Yeah, Kyle. I mean, you know, what are your it, it, it feels like about the last three or four seasons. You know, with just another new, uh, pretty, pretty overpowered legend that you can pick. <laughs> right, dude. Okay, Fuse did not feel overpowered compared to Seer. No, that's true. Seer is fucked, Alex. Like, seriously, yeah. every team has a Seer on him right now. It's crazy. Like, Valkyrie, I guess, kind of felt OP. But Seer's fucked. <laughs> He's very yeah. strong. I've been seeing some memes about it. <laughs> been seeing some major memes about it. That's cool. Well... Did you, Kyle? Were you, you told me today, right, that uh, the balancing person got fired? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Okay. So apparently, the person on respawn who was in charge of 
the balancing and character shit for Apex got fired and is no longer on the team. So there's going to be somebody new. What that means, who knows? I don't. You know, it's like uh, 50-50. We might see something amazing. Like, the new person might actually fucking have some good ideas, know how to ent- how to implement them, and do it right. That would be sick. It would be yep. sick to see somewhere, you know, fuck it. Like, halfway through season 10. And if not, then fuck it. Season 11. Like, if we saw some changes that kind of brought it back, I guess... And and I don't mean to be on that whole like, oh the game was better back when it first ran, back when it first came out, you know, like whatever. Uh, but I don't know. I feel like amongst the people that I know who play Apex, a lot of people fucking loved the game, the first four seasons even. Some people season four is a stretch. Some people will be like, yeah, the first three. But, like, whatever. You know, like, whatever. Like, the first four seasons, there's a lot of people who were like, man, the game was in, like, a really good place compared to now. Like, you know, some people back then would have had their complaints about the updates that came at the times, right? The patches during season one and two and three and four. People will have their gripes. But I feel like a lot of people I talk to, and maybe that's me. I've got a limited scope, right? It's me. It's my, I'm, people I'm talking to, whatever. But still, it's like people being like, yeah, man, fucking, <laughs> it's not as good as it was. It's not as, it doesn't feel as good as it did, you know. Um, so, hopefully, in the near future, it'll be feeling better. We can just pray. Just hope. Hope that That's this new person saying. knows what they're doing. Um, moving on, though, we should cruise in and talk about Splitgate. If you guys are down. Splitgate. I think I started playing this game with Kyle, and then Alex started playing with us, and I think Alex has the most hours. <laughs> yeah, I think I've I probably got most of those hours yesterday and today. I played a um, decent amount today. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone out there, Sweet Peas, if you've, if you've played Halo and you've played portal Splitgate is just a fucking combination of the two of those things the only difference being i'd say you don't really get grenades you do but they're not the type of grenades you'd recognize from halo they are only used for destroying portals all right it's but other than that it's just halo and portal like there's literally the battle rifle and it's the same burst shot (laughs) battle rifle from halo um, it's very much beta. just Halo with portals. Yeah, 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 it's it's you can't say it any more simple and clear because that's just exactly what it is. Um, and it's on for me. For me, I don't know how you guys are feeling. Uh, I've been having a lot of fun. I've been getting frustrated, but I've also been having a fuckload of fun. It's crazy. I think that it's going to be a really fun game to watch high-level gamers play, like the pros, fucking big streamers who are fucking really good at those FPSs. Um, It's going to be cool to watch those people 
kind of really get a hold of that game and kind of tether it. And just for anyone out there, man, like if you like uh, those FPS experiences and if you're familiar with Halo or Portal, and if you're not, like I never played Portal. I played Halo, so I'm familiar with Halo. But uh, like regardless, if you like FPS and you haven't played either of those games, like whatever, like this, it's, it's, uh, how's a good way to say it? It's like it's new person friendly, new friendly, you know? It's fucking, it's a good time. It's cool. Just an FPS shooter with like team deathmatch. Same game modes as, like, what, Call of Duty? Like, the old Call of Duties used to have, or I guess Call of Duty still has those, most of these game modes, except for, like, Oddball, right? I think that was a Halo game mode, not a Call of Duty one, but they got, like, Team Deathmatch, uh, Free For All, Gun Game, like, fucking Domination, you know, Hardpoint, like, all, all the game modes, if you're familiar with FPS game modes, you got all of the very familiar FPS game modes, you're gonna recognize a lot of these things. You're going to recognize a lot of stuff in the lobby if you've played PC FPS just before. Um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. It's just PvP. There's no, it's not like, there's no campaign as far as I'm aware. Correct me if I'm wrong, either of you. I don't know. Um, but, yeah. It's a good time. Jump through portals, kill some people. Been playing it a lot. <laughs> Lastly, I want to talk about all our experience playing the Back for Blood beta um, Kyle, how are you liking Back for Blood? Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's fun. It occupied a few hours. It's reminiscent of the old games that were, you know, a staple Xbox 360 game of my childhood. Uh, it it's lacking in a few areas, and if they plan on releasing what they currently have. Plus, like, a little bit more for 60 bucks, I think they're going to find themselves in a little bit of trouble because not a whole lot of people that I've talked to would be willing to spend more than $20 in its current state. And if it doesn't come with... I mean, if it only ships with two hours worth of... two or three hours worth of gameplay, I mean, that's $60 for two or three hours. If it doesn't have at least a few more storylines with, you know, eight, eight check rooms or safe rooms a piece uh, I, I, I don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be a challenge to see if it's gonna be a break or bust game yeah um, personally yo I had fun when we played the other night <clears throat> but uh, if I had paid 60 bucks for that game I would have been like sick i just wasted 60 dollars i don't think that game is worth 60 dollars at all in its current state um <clears throat> that you being don't said, like left for dead though or you at least haven't played it i haven't played it you're right um so there is that because this game back for blood is nostalgic for people who've played left for dead uh so i'm not one of those you know, I'm not one of those people I haven't played Left 4 Dead. I wasn't familiar with the game at all, right? So I have a full, like, new person experience to this game. Um, but, yeah, personally, I like I like I said, I had fun. We we had a sick time. Um, but, yeah, 60 bucks. If I had paid that for the game, I would have been like, yeah, like I said, I just wasted 60 bucks in its current state. I don't think that it's worth that at all. I'd say maybe like a ten to twenty dollar experience right now, and then if they if they decide to like, because like, like you're saying of two hours worth of gameplay, if they expand on that, sick. 
but I think there's other things they need to expand on too overall. Um, and like, and like, and I don't mean to, you know, I don't mean to attack this game. Like, like I said, I want to reiterate, I had a fucking good time. It was fun. Okay. Like none of, none of the issues that stand out in my head about the game are detrimental. Like they're not like, it's not like, damn, like it was unplayable or something like that. Like nothing, nothing like that. I had a fun time. Um, I just think like, I think some of the gameplay itself needs to be like, I guess refined would be a way maybe to say it. Um, some things felt kind of clunky and like, yeah, this is still the beta fucking, you know, don't fucking, you know, don't freak out. I don't know. It's the beta. I don't know. They're still, they're still tweaking things. That's what betas are for. Um, but yeah, some things felt clunky. What my biggest gripe with the game, honestly, actually was like the, the game modes felt like they took a long time and I don't know. I'm, you know, maybe I'm just impatient. Maybe I felt like, I felt like the gameplay felt fast paced. And so it felt like the game modes shouldn't have taken, like taken as long as they did. Like it felt like it should be a game that if I wanted to sit down and play like a 10 to 15 minute round with my friends real quick that I could do that. But instead it's like a 30 minute to like up to an hour of an investment when you sit down to play. Um, which was just like, it didn't feel right, I guess, for how the game felt. The game felt fast-paced to me, so I just felt like, man, like I would like some faster-paced game modes, like a 10 to 15-minute round of this game, and I, I think it would have held my attention a lot better, and I like I wouldn't have been getting kind of like, ah, well, this is great, like, cool. And now I'm just like, I'm, I don't know, maybe there was like some sitting around moments, or maybe I was just like, it felt dull. I don't, I'm not sure exactly what could have fixed and like fix the things that I'm talking about. I'm not sure. But like I said, it was fun. I just think they need to, yeah, they need to change some things. They need to do some shit before it is ready to be a $60 title. Cause that is what like triple A, you know, the, the brand new cutting edge quality gate titles are 60 to 80 bucks. Like in that range. Right. So for this game to, to approach that threshold, there needs to be a lot of work is what I want to say. All right. Um, I also have some back for blood. That thoughts. So I thought, um, gameplay wise, I thought the gameplay loops were fine. I thought the length was good. Um, I, I honestly, hundred percent believe that we're not just gonna get two acts on launch because from what we played, there's a, like a lot of hints of an overarching story that we can't. We don't know what's going on. Like we don't know these characters' backstories. We don't know where they're coming from. We don't have cutscenes. We don't know what the base camp is. I'm assuming all that's going to be in the real game. Um, I'm just gonna give them my faith on that. Um, in terms of like gameplay length, every act is broke up and broken up into five chapters, and you could like stop at any of those bases and resume way later. Like I exited a mission on the second safe house. And I could still pick up where I left off if I wanted to play that from that second safe house again. Okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, and one of the main problems I had with it was the difficulty, which I think they're just ironing out the kinks because in between the closed beta and the open beta, the difficulty changes drastically improved. Like they did definitely took in feedback and applied it because we were able to beat a veteran 
run through the other day and that wasn't really achievable i would say like maybe it was achievable is really it would be like fucking hard as fuck you'd have to like fight to the nail to get through it and it was still stressful but we were able to beat it um which felt really good i liked that about it uh i'm hopeful for this it at first i didn't like the the card system because one of the new things that's important to mention for the back for blood if you're a big fan of left for dead is that now there's cards and I would say cards do add another big level of replayability to the game because Left 4 Dead, like I've played a lot of Left 4 Dead, a lot of Left 4 Dead 2, um, and I've probably played through the campaigns maybe like three to four times. Like it was a big game where like if I had a sleepover and I was going over to a friend's house for the night, you know, we'd start the campaign and then, you know, after a solid night of gaming with your friend, six hours later, less than that, you're done with the campaign um or like greatly through it and then you know that's like that's it it's done but with uh back for blood they have a card system where every time you beat a level or a section of a, of an act you get points and you can spend those on cards um on these decks and then you build a deck which is like 15 cards and in between every safe house you get to pick a card um from your deck like it shuffles five out of the deck and that card is like a, a permanent buff that you get for the rest of that campaign so through replaying these camp this these two acts this this short campaign we've discussed available in the beta i was able to unlock um probably like 20 cards and then out of those 20 i can i could pick 15 which ended up like you know giving me a lot more like um options i guess would be the right word um like i got a perk where if someone on my team or i go down everyone heals 25 oh uh, i got like a bunch of damage resistance and it's also important to notice that these cards you can build in like medic tank or dps if you want it or like a mi whatever mixture that you wanted to like suit your playstyle and your role in the group also instead of just falling into one of the characters because i like can left for dead one and two there's only four characters available you pick from a group of six and or maybe it's more than six but each character has a team perk and a personal perk so i just say back for blood does add some cool additions to the formula of left for dead that adds replayability um and it really made me happy and gave me a lot of belief in the devs when i saw how much change happened between the closed beta and the open beta which was only like a week maybe that it was between these two betas because we played both where all these positive changes were implemented and mm. the game just felt a lot better um which you know it just goes to show hopefully they're very much listening to the community and that is always great that is a super good sign. I agree. That's good. Um, 100%. Moving on, we got some shows and some movies to discuss. Bang these out real quick. Uh, first up, I just want to talk about To Your Eternity. We're both watching that. I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it, but um, I'm glad that we decided to watch this anime. Um, even though it's like the only anime of the season I've been watching, uh, I feel like I picked the right one to watch. Because uh, this anime consistently surprises me <laughs> yeah man uh same the characters are fucking great like 
the characters are so good, honestly. And it's the way I don't want to spoil things about how this anime progresses. But the way that this anime progresses, you meet a lot of new characters, like frequently. You just that's just like you, by happens of the show, you meet a lot of new people introducing, and you get to know them pretty fucking well. Like generally, I'd you get like I don't even I'd know. Say like without spoiling it, the show has a very what feels like to me, but I've actually this has been a polarizing thing between me and other people who I know who are watching the show, where this is actually like making some other people lose interest in the show but i think it's like it's refreshing because you don't see this in anime very often but besides the main character the rest of the cast very often comes and you get to know them and you get to get their stories and then once those feel like they've come to a conclusion like they move on and you get more a new set of characters to like learn and have their stories and then they move on and so, like, you're kind of following this singular character as he goes through different groups of of, uh, of side characters. And I think it's kind of cool because um, the show does a good job of showing how each of those side characters he comes in contact with change him in some way or he learns from them. And, you know, that's just a cool uh, method for character development. Absolutely. They leave him with a parting gift, so to speak. Yeah. Um. Man, yeah, I cannot, honestly, this anime, I highly recommend, highly, highly recommend, high praise to your eternity, it is quality. I have cried multiple times and laughed multiple times, like, (laughs) (laughs) dude, like, honestly, I've gone through the range of emotions, like, I have fucking enjoyed this, um, it's great. It's fucking golden. Highly recommend. Are we losing Kyle? Did Kyle die? <laughs> I think. Kyle, are you dead? All right, oh, back no. to there only being two. Hell yeah, dude. Dude, I prepped a fucking parental advisory. You're going to have to play by yourself. <laughs> Sick. Uh, we got Stranger Things Season 4 released the first trailer. Uh, I'm excited for this. It kind of feels... One thing, it's kind of weird, man. So, like, Stranger Things, obviously, it started out with a group of kids, right? And, like, we've watched these kids grow up. And, like, I just think about how, like, the longer there is between seasons, the more these kids are growing up. And so, like, the show must have to, like, you know, prepare for that, right? So, like, soon we're going to be dealing... Like, I feel like Stranger Things is going to go into when these kids are in, like, their 20s. Which is just, I don't know, it's kind of weird. Do you have, like, any idea of if it's still as popular as it was when it it was first airing? I I mean, I just know, season three was, like, one of the biggest shows. Season three was? Season three was huge. Yeah, and I love season three. It was great. Um, Very cool. I liked season three more than season two. Damn. Okay. But, yeah, I'm excited for season four. Uh, And they said they do have an ending in sight. Don't know when that's gonna be. Not season four though. Another show. Four. Another show I want to talk about coming up <laughs> that I'm excited for. Why the Last Man? Now this show is based on a comic book by Brian K. Vaughn. It's really good. Um, it's basically about every man, every male in the world dies at once besides this one guy. Um, 
named Yorick, and it's because he has like a weird artifact on him. Um, and like the explanation f- for why the the men all died is not clear. Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let's wait. Wait. I want to clarify something right here because we're saying a lot of why and why blah blah blah. The title of this is the letter Y. Yeah, like colon. the chromosome. Yeah, the Y chromosome. The letter Y colon the last man. Okay, and it's not just every man; it's every person and or animal that has a Y chromosome gets killed. Right. Every man. That's right. All things with Y chromosomes. Yes. Nice. So. That's the case. That's what's going on. Continue. Continue. Wanted I mean, that's all that really is. Button. He has a pet monkey that also is a boy that survives because he's with him. Because of the artifact? And he's a magician. The monkey or the, the dude? No. <laughs> the dude. <laughs> <laughs> the monkey is not a magician. <laughs> uh, Are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> he's a magi- magician's assistant. So... Uh, why the last man? We've got a magician monkey. <laughs> There's some like cool shit that happens. Like his sister is still alive, but she's joined like this weird woman cult that thinks um, like a female god was the reason all the men left, and it was meant to happen, and like women are now gonna rule. But then they hear that there's a man left, so they all start fucking just hunting him down, trying to kill him. But his sister is like part of that cult, like. And then, like, it's also really interesting, like, his mom works in the White House now because she was, like, working in D.C. And then suddenly, like, you know, all the men disappeared, so, like, women had to take over. It just, like, he tries to, like, be more realistic about it than he had to, which is kind of cool just to, like, you know, <laughs> feels like a Discovery Channel show, I guess. It was like, what would happen if every man disappeared? Yeah. But there's also like an interesting plot in there. I don't know how the show's gonna have ha- handle it all because he has posted on Instagram that they are making some changes, but he's excited about them. Cool. But yeah, well, why the last man? I have my eye on that. Uh, what else? Oh, there's another show I wanted to talk about. Uh, Loki f- completed its run. I don't know if I talked about this last episode, but it was fucking great, man. Like I was excited for it. I had high expectations. It blew those out of the water. Or at least it just it, it the bar went higher than it than I had it expected, and uh, yeah, Owen Wilson was fantastic. Tom Hiddleston fantastic. Everyone did a great job. Jonathan, dude, Jonathan Majors. Okay, we watched uh, Lovecraft Country together, right? The main yeah, yeah, character, yeah. the main character from Lovecraft Country, his name is Jonathan Majors. He comes in the last episode of Loki as the, one of the new main MCU villains. And, oh, my no, God, he really? kills it. Yeah, dude. Like, it's crazy Lovecraft Country got canceled, and now he's, like, straight into the MCU as, like, a big fucking player. And I his it got per- canceled. Yeah, dude, sadly, uh, HBO did not renew Lovecraft Country, which sucks because the next season um, was going to depict, like, some crazy ass shit where like the kkk takes over part of the country and like the states change or some shit wow i don't know shit it, i don't know it sounded Jesus. like it would be some crazy fucking shit um Jesus. i'm always maybe like they, maybe inter- they thought it was like too racy like too edgy you know like they're like i mean maybe the first season was already pretty fucking out there i know um i feel i feel ah oh, man i don't know 
The and man, it was sick. That was a good show though. Like starting out, I was like hooked. See, like episode one, I was like, oh, I'm in. Like, this yeah. is sick. And like, I I wanted I I wanted to finish. I was like, because we got almost halfway done with that show, and now I'm just like, fuck, man. What if I finish it and it just seems like so incredible, and then you just know that it got canceled. I yeah. hope that someone picks it up or something. Yeah. Um. Man. Yeah, Loki, great. Dude, yeah. Owen Wilson, fantastic. All the time. Talks about jet skis a lot. Talked about jet skis a lot. Fucking good. I like. I'll, you know, I'll subscribe to whatever to listen to Owen Wilson talk about jet skis. Moving on. Yeah, moving on. (laughs) I saw two movies in theaters over the last couple weeks that we've been on hiatus. I saw Jungle Cruise with uh, Emily Blunt and Dwayne the Rock Johnson, and I saw The Suicide Squad. Uh, both movies action-packed felt like amusement park rides one is a really good movie and one is like an all right movie Um, (laughs) and i'm gonna reveal these these movie titles jungle cruise was good it was all right it's pretty good like you know it ain't it felt like it was trying to be like pirates of the caribbean you know which makes sense you know that's another movie based on a disney ride uh it didn't quite hit the mark it has it, it some parts of the movie just feel a little bit weird but you know i was consistently entertained i was laughing i enjoyed the two main characters they have good chemistry together um the villains are kind of forgettable and uh and yeah there's not much to say about it i mean i, I would recommend you watch it you know if you just want to put on like a good little action movie one night you probably won't want to watch it a second time uh and it's nice. not really it's not really worth watching a second time i don't know if we'll get a sequel Maybe something good to fall asleep to. Easily. Easily. Uh, Easily. And then the other movie I went and saw was The Suicide Squad. Now, this movie, holy fuck, bro. I, this movie was basically what I wish the first Suicide Squad movie was. It was so good. Like, just so fucking over the top. Like, I... I liked this movie so much that I don't ever, I don't really want to talk about any specific scene because I don't want to spoil anything. Also, fucking a tier job on the trailers, not giving away the whole plot of the movie, and not fucking ruining any of the best jokes. Like, holy shit, there is so much shit in that movie. I now don't remember it all from the trailers, and I fucking enjoyed it so much fucking nice. great movie i even cried i got emotional at one point did not expect to happen in a fucking suicide squad movie it was it yeah. was great also very Ooh. fucking gory film Ooh. very gory film did not Ooh. expect that either there is a lot of gore multiple mm. times my partner had to look away from the screen and cover her eyes like oh my god uh i suppose but, it's not for the faint of heart but it is comedic in tone most of the time with all the gore like Shaun uh, of the Dead. Yeah, like John or Deadpool, I would compare it to. Um, and then we got some movies I wanted to talk about. We got Lamb. This is an A24 indie film coming out. Yeah. It looks like very good, weird movie, good man. God. Yo, for all of you out there that are hearing this, please, whatever you're doing, just as soon as you can, go and look up the movie Lamb. L-A-M-B, all right? Like the animal, like a lamb, like a little baby lamb, all right? 
fucking go and watch the trailer for this movie and just you I mean you'll just have to experience it for yourself cuz I I just promise that you'll be asking what in the fuck is going on right now because that's that's exactly what it is it is what in the fuck inspiring type content and I don't I, there's just not much else to say man I I want to watch this because I'm like what the fuck is going on like I want to know what's going on cuz I'm like what the fuck is going on Is there a synopsis like do we have details about like is there like an actual know, plot dude. released dude like is there I mean, a <laughs> I I haven't heard anything I also haven't like dug that deep In rural Iceland, a childless couple <laughs> discover a strange and unnatural newborn in their sheep barn. They decide <laughs> to raise barn. her as their own, but sinister forces are determined to return the creature to the wilderness that birthed her. What the fuck? <laughs> Lamb. Can't wait yeah. for it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> please go look up this trailer. Please go look it up. It looks weird. Another movie that I'm getting more and more excited for, and I think we probably talked about this before, but it's Ghostbusters Afterlife. has Finn Wolfhard, Paul Rudd, uh, yeah, Bill Murray, say, and the other Ghostbusters are coming back for it. A.K.A. Stranger Things, Paul Rudd, Ghostbusters. What's up? A.K.A. A.K.A. Ghostbusters. Yep. Yep. If you you know If you know about Ghostbusters, then you know. You know, if you're a fan, then you're a fan. And if you don't know, then you don't know. I don't know if I'd say that it's, like, one of those things that's, like, you need to go and watch it, right? Like, like if someone's like, oh, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings, I'm like, well, if you're, you know, if you're if you're close to me, it's like, okay, well, we're going to sit down and watch Lord of the Rings together, right? Because it's like, <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Uh, you know, Ghostbusters, not one of those things, right? Like, I meet somebody, they're like, I haven't seen Ghostbusters. I'm like, yeah, that's all right, you know? That's me. You know, you might feel differently. But Paul Rudd, I fucking love Paul Rudd, okay? I fucking love Paul Rudd. I'm not afraid to say it. Goddamn shit, man. He makes me laugh all the time. All right, Paul Rudd is in Ghostbusters, okay? Whether or not you like Ghostbusters, if you like Paul Rudd, you might be down to see this movie because goddamn Paul Rudd is awesome. All right, we also got Finn from Stranger Things. If you like that young man, he's in this year, and he's fucking destined to do a good job because... He's got some good acting skills. Ghostbusters Afterlife. They should just put what you just said over the trailer, but like pitch it down <laughs> and face a boost. <laughs> God damn, I love Paul Rudd. <laughs> God damn, I love Paul Rudd, man. I'm not afraid to say it, man. Uh, another fucking movie that looked insane <laughs> coming out, Prisoners of the Ghostland. Now, this is by the people who made Mandy with Nicolas Cage. This movie also has Nicolas Cage. It's probably just going to be <laughs> crazy. The guy said it's the craziest movie he's ever made, which means it's probably crazier than Mandy, which is insane because Mandy is one of the craziest movies I've ever seen. Mandy's <laughs> fucking nuts. Um, so, yeah. We have to Ghost- watch these Nicolas Cage movies to go there, bro. Prisoners of the Ghostland. Dude, Nicholas Cage is just like I, I almost I'm like I'm looking excited. for my pig. He's just doing like fucking random shit. We have to watch Pig and we have to watch this Prisoners of the Ghostland. We have bro, like we have to watch these movies together. You this also is... need to watch Mandy. All right, dude, throw it on the list of movies we're gonna watch together. 
Nicholas Cage, dude. Your dad hates him. Dude, I don't like him much either. But you know what? Apparently, Pig is his best performance. I'm gonna give him another chance. I might actually send my dad the trailer for Pig. You know, he might he might not appreciate it. Dude, I found Nicholas Cage is like a relative of the guy who wrote all the Godfather films and directed them. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. It's not even his real fucking name. It's not even his fucking real name. He just wanted to go by that because he's like, I don't want my success to be tied to the fact that I'm related to some notorious people. Maybe uh, that was his reason. I don't know. Last movie. We, don't, <laughs> we talked about this before, too. Free it's guy. out in theaters right now. Free Guy. Uh, or at least it's coming out in theaters very soon. This one has yeah. Ryan Reynolds. He plays an NPC that comes to become self-aware in a video game. Uh, I just want to talk about it because they released this trailer that highlights the dude, which is kind of like, I don't know, it's a kind of a very weird concept for a trailer. This movie, this trailer played in the theater before Suicide Squad, right? And nice. it's not even about like the movie very much. It's just Ryan Reynolds fucking around with his face CG'd over this big muscly body saying he's oh. drinking human muscle. Oh, God. Wait, that was for Free Guy? <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> oh, that was a terrible. But yeah, that big muscly guy—he just came into Fortnite. I bought that skin. Sick! <laughs> it's lit, dude. It's lit. Uh, songs of the week: We got "In Another Life" by Crown the Empire, featuring Courtney Laplante. Um, Crown the Empire is heavy again. I believe it's Laplante. It it probably is. Uh, they kicked out their screamer because they were going softer, and now they're going heavier again. And their Brought bassist is screaming. Screamer. No, dude, their bassist is screaming oh, now, and it just—he okay. just—he's just like I don't know, man. Those screams, like I like them, but you definitely can hear the drop in quality compared to their previous screamer, who was like, "That's what he did," you know, like that's what yeah. he didn't play an instrument; he was there to scream. Yeah. Um, which kind of. It's like a stark contrast when it's literally the same band. But, and regardless, I really like Another Life. I probably listen to it, you know, I probably listen like 10 times today alone because I, it's just like really nice to hear Crown the Empire heavy again. They kill choruses. And Courtney LaPlante or whatever, she's fucking killer. She's a really good singer and she's been like featured on a bunch of different metal bands recently. Her screams, like she can scream better than than the 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 bassist can like she, it's crazy how well she can scream um you don't, don't hear that. that often i feel like from female singers but she kills it the other song of the week from last week is take my breath by the weekend this is just a nice poppy song beginning off his next era after that whole um fucking oh my god dude i don't remember his last album but the one where he's all covered in bandages you know Nah, I don't. I honestly, bro, I I like don't listen to the weekend after hours. I know it was a joke. Um, nice, nice. Okay, got. That. All right, so Kyle, Kyle clocked out early. He wasn't feeling well. Kyle clocked out prep, early. But I did prep a game of parental advisory, and I don't want it to go to waste. So we're gonna play it. We're gonna play right it. now. We're gonna play we're it right now. Right now. We're gonna play and, it right now. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's just gonna be that. Yeah. You know. We're going to see if you can get him or if you can't. All right. And then there is uh, something connecting all these movies for you to guess at the end. All oh, right. Hit number one. A 
connection. At number one, sloppy number seconds one. are mentioned a few times. Sloppy seconds are mentioned a few times. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> American Pie. Nope. All the violence in the film is intentionally comic and not intense. Oh, God. I don't have a guess for that. <clears throat> Stylized hyperkinetic action. When people are defeated, there is no blood since they become coins. Scott Pilgrim. It is Scott Pilgrim. Mm -hmm. Last two hints are going to be knives battles with swords. She doesn't injure anyone with them. And then Scott punches Roxy in the boob. Mm. Next mm. movie. Hint number one. Bare buttocks of men are shown non-sexual. Bare buttocks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking what, dude? Um, God, jackass? Nope. All right. A man stabs another with a needle full of sedative. This isn't bloody, but can be quite shocking. Fuck. Why does that sound so familiar? You like this movie. <laughs> you like this movie. You like this movie. All right, weirdo. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, no, no man. guesses, dope. No guess, bro. Check it, check it. Send the next one. A man jumps out at a person and strangles him, but he grabs him and punches him graphically in the face until some somebody stops him. <laughs> <laughs> I love that hand because it's just so vague. <laughs> yeah, no guesses, man. Send me another. You like this movie. The you ending like is very this. depressing. Fuck. What the fuck is this vagueness, man? You should be able to put it together by now. I should be able to put it together. That's a hint, bro. Uh, God. Uh, the ending is depressing. Is there another hint? This is the last hint. Alright, last hint. In two scenes where Dr. Collie shows the picture of Andrew's children dead bodies and then in the next scene where he holds the bodies and lines them on the ground can be quite disturbing for both adult and young viewers. What? What the fuck is this movie, no, dude? No, no dude. dude. I don't know what this is, dude. Come on, bro. Dr. Collie? What, dude? I have no... This is such an emotional scene, man. You fucking like this film. I like this film? Yeah, you really like this film. I'm pretty sure we've watched this together before. Maybe not, but we definitely talked about it. Has Leonardo. Has Leonardo. Mm-hmm. Uh, fuck. Oh! Uh, Shutter Island? That's what it is. Wow, okay. Fuck. The movie's a fucking trip. The movie's a trip and a half, man. Shutter Island. Holy shit. Next movie. Hint number one. Even known this is one even known this is one of the worst films ever made, some fans of the show will definitely find this disturbing and upsetting. What? 
Yeah. Next scent, man. Scene of young adult girl and boy kissing each other. Few minutes after around one hour and 20 minute mark. <laughs> you like that? Are you serious, bro? <laughs> Are you serious? Hey, number three. Kids who have watched the series might be frightened by how different the movie is from the show. Fuck. <laughs> That's so vague. In a flashback, a character is shown being attacked and set on fire briefly by his father. What the fuck? Yeah, no guesses, bro. Send it. Damn, dude. I thought maybe you'd get it. Commander Zhao and others hold up a toast, but we don't know the content of their mugs. Are you serious, dude? Avatar The Last Airbender? <laughs> yes. What the fuck, dude? It's a movie. Do you know who you know who directed that movie? No. M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, no. Yeah, dude. One of the oh, worst no. movies ever made. Next movie, hit number one. Husband and his wife have a lick kiss. <laughs> a lick kiss? <laughs> they have a lick kiss, bro. I don't make the rules. Great, dude. I have no idea. Hit number two. A man's nude butt is seen as he wakes up and walks away. Knocked up? Nope. Hit number three. A man grabs a hot rock, shouts, and drops it on the bare back of a woman who yelps in pain. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't think I know what this is, man. <laughs> Hit number four, the Tooth Fairy is explicitly debunked. Yeah, nope. Hit number five, it is implied that a group of men urinate in a public pool when a cloud of dark blue appears around them and a child screams that they are urinating. Uh, uh, wild hogs? <laughs> no, <laughs> but same genre. Same yeah. age of actors. Ah, uh, fuck. Doesn't it? It's got Adam Sandler. It does. Ah, fuck. Has his whole ragtaggle gang. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, what <laughs> movie is that, dude? I wouldn't be surprised if you haven't seen this movie, but um, people talk I'm... shit about this film, but it's actually pretty funny. I've seen it. <laughs> I know I've seen it. Is it that... Fucking movie Grown Ups? That's what it is. Ah, I didn't want it to be that, man. <laughs> Next movie. Hit number one. Some there's action. Another one? Yeah, there's fucking <laughs> five more. Um, Some action, violence, frightening characters and creatures, mild jump scares, physical transformations, etc. Physical Harry Potter? Which Harry Potter? The Prisoner of Azkaban. <laughs> nope. Okay, next in. Bloody Hell is said eight times. Harry Potter and the uh, Goblet of Fire. Nope. One of the main characters has a slur violently cut into her arm with a dagger. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part 1. 
Yep. Last bah. two hands were going to be some fights with wands and magic, but they last a couple of seconds to a full minute. And Dobby gets stabbed in the stomach with a knife. The knife gets pulled out, and we see lots of blood Dude. dripping from the knife in his stomach. This scene is extremely heartbreaking. <laughs> Me and Emily just watched that. Man, we just watched it. Oh, God. You guys finished was... the second movie? No, no, no. Well, we finished part one. Yeah, but part two? We haven't watched part two yet. Oh. Next film. Hit number one. The subject of the subjects of prostitution and pleasuring oneself is briefly mentioned. Knocked up. Nope. Hit number two. <laughs> Some blood thrown into the action. Some blood thrown into the action. <laughs> Let me just fucking think of every hit movie in the past <laughs> ten years. All right. Hit number next three. Hand. Hammer says Jesus Christ in a profane manner. Hammer? <laughs> yeah. What? Somebody's <laughs> name is Hammer? Uh, I would not be su- I would actually I would be surprised if you've seen this movie. Alright, next hint. The battle between Rhodes and Stark is unsettling considering it is a very violent match. Fuck. Is this like Avengers? It's not Avengers. It's just like Iron Man. Alt, like Ultra Team Force. No, it's not Iron Man Ultra Team Force. <laughs> Last hint: Tony and Pepper sh- share a passionate kiss after the final battle. That's great. <laughs> uh, what is this movie? I have no idea. I'm not a Marvel person. Mate. This movie is Iron Man Two. Next movie. Another. Movie? We have four more, dude. Are you ready? <laughs> what? I have to pee so bad. Dude, nah, hold it in, bro. Here we go. Hit number one. I spilled salsa. A young lady is shown on a table taking off her clothes down to her bra. More young adults are seen taking drugs on her bare stomach. It isn't explicitly shown and is stopped abruptly. We later see the young lady rebuttoning her shirt. Rebuttoning? People doing drugs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nope. (laughs) There are some parties depicted with couples making out. No nudity or actual sex scenes are shown in this film. Uh, Next hint. A man walks up to another man and smashes his computer on the floor out of anger. Uh, Is that a Facebook movie? Is that the name of the movie you're guessing? No, well, it's not called Facebook movie. <laughs> Hit number four. Mark creates face mask. Yeah, fuck whiskey. you. <laughs> <laughs> What's the movie title, dude? I don't know, dude. I know the movie, bro. The movie's called The Social Network. It's a the great The Social film. Network about Mark Fuckerberg and his Facebook endeavors. Last hint, near the, end of the, near the end is intense scene in which Eduardo smashes Mark's computer and confronts him. Next film, hint number one, a guy Eduardo's and a girl. Pissed. A guy and a girl have sex on a garbage can. Sex on a garbage can? Nothing is shown, and it is incredibly brief. Sounds... You like this movie. You like this movie. 
Hit number Next two. Hint. A teen boy aroused by imagining his teacher playing with her boobs. No nudity, and the scene only lasts three seconds. Next hint. Some sex fantasy talk at the start about getting off with his teacher. Next hint. <laughs> There's a scene where Big Daddy is in a lumber supplier's shop and kills around five to ten men by shooting and stabbing them. <laughs> the what scene sh- <laughs> the fuck? The, she- the scene shows a fair bit of blood. <laughs> <laughs> Big Daddy? What? Dude. Next hint. It should be noted that this is not your typical superhero movie. It is a gritty, realistic film meant to show the consequences of ordinary people with no fighting or martial arts skills who dress up in a costume and try to fight crime. By no way does this film ever show being a superhero in a positive light. Hancock? No. When in Hancock... Would a teen boy imagine playing with his teacher's boobs? All right, dude. Fair? I don't know, man. You don't know? Are you serious? Yep. Big Daddy is played by Nicolas Cage. Yep. No idea. Damn. That was kick-ass. Next film. (laughs) Hit number one. A drunk man tries to flirt with Mother Gothel. Mother Gotham. <laughs> Who the fuck Hit is number two. Mother Gotham? Gothel. Hit number two. One man is only ever seen in his underwear. <laughs> Gotham. Hit number three. <laughs> Flynn mentions that he doesn't remember most of a week-long party, possibly implying that he was drunk during it. Flynn? Mm-hmm. Flynn? Hint number four, Rapunzel, in a comedic scene, goes into the snuggly duckling and beats someone over the head. Knives are thrown at people. This is to start a song. I've got a dream. I can be <laughs> very... Sure, that I have no idea what this movie is. Rapunzel and Flynn <laughs> are emotional. Rapunzel? No, are emotional as the latter is dying, both proclaiming the other to have been their new dream. This movie is titled Tangled. Last movie, I chose this one for Kyle. Rest in peace, Kyle. Rest in peace, I'm- Kyle. Hit number one, a man and a mouse are marched to an execution block. The man places his head on the block, and the executioner raises his blade and brings it down with a crack. The man disappears while his hat floats in the air. Uh, yeah. I've never seen a movie where a man gets executed with a mouse. <laughs> it's not true, dude. 
A young woman enters the cage of a large leopard-like creature. It wakes up and snarls at her. She rolls an eyeball toward it, and it grabs it and puts it into its empty eye socket. We see the reddened area. We hear a squish, and it moans. <laughs> what? Hit number three. A man is chased through thick woods by a dog and many guards with spears. He turns himself over to them and he is taken away. Numerous guards with spears chase characters through thick woods and a large bird is caught and shackled. <laughs> Harry, Harry Potter? <laughs> no. Hit number four. A hare is shown laughing maniacally, twitching and throwing things. Teacups, soup, in several scenes. One Alice cup. in Wonderland? It is Alice in Wonderland. <sighs> we see a large cat in several scenes with many pointed teeth, bright green eyes. It appears and disappears at will. A caterpillar is shown to have sharp tines at its mouth and down its body. After eating a piece of carrot cake, Alice grows out of her clothes and appears to be naked, but we don't see any nudity because she's behind the Red Queen's rose bushes. Shows that one for Kyle. Wow. Since he has Alice in Wonderland tattoos. Well, I'm sure that uh, wherever he is, hopefully he's in a better place now. Kyle would appreciate what you just did for him. Thank you guys for coming back and listening to us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. We love you guys. Um, hopefully as my classes begin again, I'll be more into a routine and I'll be working less. Um, <laughs> and I'll be able to rag handle Alex into recording episodes regularly again and we can get rag handle (laughs) and we can get what does that mean (laughs) and we can get uh more like i guess rat catching i'm like a rat catcher a rat catcher we get a regular maybe we can get kyle on more Get get him in the rotation since he uh fits right in Kyle's enthusiastic um, about talking. I wonder how Devin's doing on his camping trip. I hope he's having a good time. Thanks for okay. coming, sweet peas. It's hope you guys have fish. a great week. Hope you guys take a look at the things that we mentioned. And I hope yeah. that you're entertained. And let's just run through those again. This week, we talked about Humankind, Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut, Reminiscence, Walking Dead Season 11, WoW, World of Warcraft The Burning Crusade, Back for Blood Beta, Hitman 3, Apex Season 10, The Ariana Grande Concert, Splitgate Beta, Diablo 2 Beta, To Your Eternity, The Anime, Stranger Things Season 4, Why The Last Man, The Suicide Squad, Jungle Cruise, Lamb, Ghostbusters Afterlife, Prisoners of the Ghostland, Free Guy, In Another Life, by Crown the Empire, Take My Breath, by The Weeknd. And that sums up episode 58 of The Sweet Peaceful. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Hopefully, no promises. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.
Like, I'll, you know, I'll subscribe to whatever to listen to Owen Wilson talk about jet skis. Moving on.